Hello, and welcome to the Friday Live thing. Whether you have an existing online business or are just starting out, we show you how to grow and scale your business the easy way. Here are your hosts, Tim Goodwin and Mark Thompson. Hi guys, and welcome to the Friday Live thing brought to you by Serious Marketers Only. How professional was that? Hello. <laughs> did you, did you notice something about um, my video, Mark? Um, Sorry, that was Siri again. The, the room that I'm in, I I do this on purpose, you know. There is a there is a reason why I set up my screen this way. So and like, head. exactly. And I've got light in this. Oh, sorry, in that side, and yeah. you know, lights coming from that side. And you want me to turn that? my lights on? And and, and and what have you got? You've got like a white, you know, side. <laughs> and I haven't turned the light on that side. Exactly. You're, you're a bit pale today. I, I have you just blown the there you go, look. No, I'm actually, I'm not pale. Look at my lovely tan. <laughs> anyway, hello, Tim. How are you? Not too bad. It's been a couple of weeks. Um, there was you... me, sorry, there was me trying to do a professional intro and take it, take this a little bit more professionally. And we ruined it within five seconds. Taking it to the next level, man. Yeah. And we've got absolutely nothing to talk about. Well, we didn't until five seconds ago. And we thought we'll, we'll, we'll bluff it, but we haven't got an idea. We got with three seconds ago, we got an idea. So, so I'll start off with my announcement. Yeah. Um, I've cancelled my ClickFunnels account. Uh, if you told me that, I've got some music lined up for that. Well <laughs> done, mate. Finally, hallelujah. Yeah. No, uh, it was. It just got to the point where I was like, okay, so all of the projects that I had working through ClickFunnels, I've either stopped doing the projects or I've moved them to something else, um, namely the um, membership software, which I can never remember the name of it that we use. Um, uh, <laughs> what's it called? Which one? Wishlist? No, the other one. Uh, LearnDash? No, the course software thing. That Thinkific. You... That's it. That's the one. Oh, yeah, Thinkific, yeah. Thinkific so awesome. I used Thinkific for all the other stuff that I didn't do. And I was like, do you know what? I can get rid of ClickFunnels now. So that saved me 300 bucks a year, a month, sorry, um, which is about three and a half grand a year. Um, yeah. Saved a bunch of money because I got rid of Drip as well, um, which is uh, was about was at about another 50 bucks a month. Um, what else did I get rid of? Um, I got rid of I got rid of about half a dozen tools the other day, and I think I've saved myself around about seven hundred bucks a month. Um, so it's 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 one of those January like uh, you know spring cleaning kind of New Year thing. Green, you don't have to sell. Well, uh, here's 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 the thought the thought process behind it. It's like well, I've now got about a grand more to spend every month on ads um, because. Um, I've got an ad campaign that's working very, very well at the moment. And now it's just trying to maximize that um, by chucking as much money into it as I humanly possibly can. Yeah. So, which is something else we're going to talk about in a minute, but you, you next. Yeah, I mean, there's, speaking of other on ClickFunds, I was sat in a bar last night with some long-term friends of ours having a few beers and some wine. And his wife, hi Kelly, um, said to me, you do marketing, don't you, Mark? I went, yeah, sure. right, okay, so I'm setting up, I'm doing some training courses. Um, what else do I need apart from ClickFunnels? And there, the next the next two hours disappeared. That, <laughs> don't worry, I put her in the right direction. Right. She's actually going to buy it sort of over the weekend. No, don't buy ClickFunnels, <laughs> you don't need it. 
Uh, right, anyway. It's amazing that the marketing machine behind ClickFunnels makes you think, and which is a, a, cre a credit to uh, ClickFunnels for doing such a great job going, well, it, it does everything I want it to do, and it's just 300 bucks a month, and I don't need to spend any money on anything else. And it's like, for those that know and have been around for a while, it's kind of like, okay, well, there are other ways to skin that cat. Um, but ClickFunnels does an amazing job of marketing that particular product and that outcome. And that that storyline of saying you don't need anything else, you just need click funnels. Um, yeah. So you know, good on them to a certain degree for that. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, their marketing is brilliant, which you, you can't knock them for. But I, I've said this loads of times. When you go into their their Facebook group, and the first post you see, which was an actual genuine post, I've just bought um, a 297 click funnels account. Um, what do I need to do now? I mean, that is A, great marketing, but B, depressing as hell. Go on, knock back that Lean Greens, Tim. Sponsor for today is? Lean Greens. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, right, so what I'm gonna talk about. This, right, gen the general trend for this show today is like what we've learned in January and how things have changed in January, okay? Because everybody can get off to a hell of a good start at the beginning of January. It's carrying it through to February. Okay, um, so one of the things I've been working on this month is finishing off the repurposing course. So I've, I've finally, like, as with everything, as with everything, I finish it, then go away, have a bath, and go, well, hang on a minute, that's a brilliant idea. Let me test that, and then I'll put it back into the latest course I've done. So I was going through um, that the other day, and it triggered a load of thoughts, a thought process. I don't know how. Um, and it was basically, you know, we're retargeting, you're retargeting, repurposing. So you're sending out content. And if you look over that shoulder, you can see the Venn diagram of truth, as I call it. It's got three things on it. It's got, it's got one, build a list, two, retarget, and three. Because um, you can't read it. <laughs> distribute, distribute great content. Okay, or distribute content. So I mean, that's where <laughs> repurposing comes in. Now, where all like in the Venn diagram of those three, where they all interlink. I mean, that is what you're after. That is the bit that will take your business from a normal online business to you know next level type stuff. So if you can get the intersection of all three, your content, your retargeting, and then you know the um, building your list at the same time, <laughs> then then you're perfect. Even where, where two of them inter intersect, uh, you've got a business there. Okay, so just even if you could try, just try and get, you know, send some content out and retarget. So anyway, that triggered some more thoughts and I'm still um, recording videos for Big Income Small List version four. So I thought to myself, okay, so we talked about this last year, whereby you add your retargeting tracking to your pages. So your, your active campaign or your convert box or convert kit or your drip, have tracking codes just like Facebook and you add them on the page. How can you best make use of them? Right. So in the in the repurposing course, I've got this thing about link tracking or link retargeting, whereby you apply your retargeting links to your retargeting pixels to your links rather than landing page. When you bring all that, I know this didn't make sense, but it will do. No. I can tell by your vacant expression. When you bring all that together, you have something incredibly powerful. 
So for example, this week I sent out an email all about um, the repurposing course, which is I finished it. So I said, it's finished at the weekend on February 1st, I'm increasing the price, get it now. And I put a link in there. That link um, triggered an automation. Anybody click that link, triggered an automation. Okay, that automation stopped every other email in any sequence going out to people. The only two emails, they then got email, two emails the following days. The first one was everything about repurposing calls. They hadn't purchased it. If they had purchased it, they just went, went back to their normal stuff. But if they hadn't purchased it, they got an email. A day later, if they still hadn't purchased it, they got a second email. And then they went back to normal. And that has actually had a pretty good effect because I've sold several, co several copies of the repurposing course that I probably wouldn't set have sold before. So it's the point I'm trying to get to is when you bring all three of these together, you've got a list, but you're retargeting to the, the places you're sending people to, which most people don't do, they'll retarget cold traffic. They won't actually retarget you know, their, their best customers and the, the people most likely to buy. And, interesting things start to happen. So, I mean, that that's really one of the things that I've learned. I haven't learned, I've known this, I've, I've, I've been teaching this for, actually implement it and break it down into the simplest, simplest way. When you do that, that's when, when you make it really simple, you can implement it. If you keep it really like high level and confusing, like click funnels, <laughs> you you really really uh, you struggle to implement it because it's too difficult. I think I think the the point which um, might be interesting for people is like getting across those again it's the basic marketing marketing principles of media market message that are not so late. Dan Kennedy goes on and on and on and on about, and this is kind of like a, an online version of that um, to to a certain degree. It's like. You, you really, you know, if you have control of over your audience, your basically your list, your and you know what they're clicking on and what they're interested in, you can create much more highly targeted, relevant um, uh, marketing to that per, that those particular people, i.e., the, the 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 email sequence that they go into and the offer that they're actually being put in front of them. Um, you know, to to relate that to kind of. Some of the e-commerce stuff that I've been doing of late is like we have a lot of customers, um, not as many as people imagine that we have, but we've got a lot of, in my opinion, we've got a lot of customers, um, and we have other products other than Lean Greens. Um, we have you know things like our turmeric capsules, and we have things like our fish oils and our whey protein, and it's amazing actually how many of our customers don't realise we do something other than Lean Greens. So you know um, the one of the first things I do now, if, I, if I've got a particular offer page that I want to test, I'll test it on my existing customers. If I you know, want to create a new ad campaign on Facebook um, to, you know, our, uh, to a new offer, to a new product or a different product, it's our existing customers that I'll go to first um, to test the creative. Because if they don't like it, if they don't click on it, then it's highly likely a cold audience won't click and like, on, uh, like it either. So it's, it's a way of um, maximizing lifetime value of your end customer. Um, but it's, it's also about um, testing 
testing new offers, testing new products um, on your existing audience to see whether it flies or not. And that's, you know, you don't need to kind of like start from zero with stuff. Um, yeah. Certainly with, you know, going back to Mark's uh, repurposing course, it's like, yeah, sell it to people who are already existing customers, previous customers of ours that would be interested in that kind of thing. Um, and, and that's, you know, that's, that's the strength of understanding your audience and understanding um, just some basic principles of how to, you know, reach the, the people, the lowest hanging fruit for your, um, for your products. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, we've said week after week, I mean, marketing is easy. When you mm -hmm. break it down and just do, do the absolute basics to start with and then build it up from there, marketing is so easy. I think that, you know, one of the things that I suppose, you know, to kind of carry on the sort of thread with what's, what's been working this, this January for us is the, again, going back to those basic principles of there's only three ways of uh, getting more revenue out of your business. And that's like new customers, more customers, more purchases or higher cost per purchase, you know, or higher um, value of purchase. Those are the only three ways of increasing any business. Um, and if you break it down into that, those simple terms, so it's, you know, it's either, you know, new customers, high frequency or higher value. That's, you know, and you break down your marketing efforts into those things. Um, it makes the game a lot easier. So the example I just gave you about, uh, you know, a, it's not a new product, but it's a new offer that we created for our turmeric product. Um, and it's like, okay, well, the easiest way to test this is uh, increasing the lifetime value. So, or trying to increase the lifetime value, i.e. targeting our existing customers with a new product. Um, so that's that's essentially all we've done. We've taken one of the three pillars of increasing your business and applied that to you know the offer that we've got the next thing for us to do is then go, okay, let's get new customers and target them to the turmeric offer. Um, so, and then the next part of that, and you know, the, the ultimate part is for us to get somebody to buy more often from us. So one of the other things that we've been doing a lot of, certainly in January is I've been um, rejigging our uh, second time customer sequence. So email sequence. So when somebody buys for the second time, we have an email sequence of around about 10 emails that basically, you know, thanks them for becoming a repeat customer, introduces them to some of our other products, but more importantly, gives them an offer on our subscription um, program. It's the whole purpose of that second time email sequence is about increasing frequency. How can we get them to buy more often? Um, and that's and that's the purpose of that whole sequence. So you can, sorry, you can, you can set your business up to target everybody, right? With like the, the shotgun approach, or you can set your business up to target the people who are most likely to buy, which takes a lot less effort once it's set up and it, it can run on autopilot. That's what you should be doing. Uh, yeah. No, it, it's, um, I, you know, I, we're we're having our best month ever for for lean greens and you know we're super super proud of that because it's you know been a lot of work to kind of build up what we've done over the last year or so but the 
the reason why it's happened, if I if I look at it from that sort of ten thousand foot view, is that we've gone back to those 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 basic principles of you know what what increases the value or increases your revenue as a business, and it's like focusing just purely on those three things. Forget about all of the fancy, clever marketing strategies and whiz bang, like tools that are out there and all this kind of thing. It's basically comes back down to those three three things. And, you know, very much what Mark's been talking about with the retargeting uh, aspect, you know, content and, a, and an email list. It's going back to those basic principles and, and applying what you already know. So, yeah, there's no need to kind of like, you know, complicate it. People kind of like, there's been a lot of chatter actually recently. This is another subject which I was going to talk about. A lot of chatter about how uh, third party tracking pixels will stop basically be firing on a lot of browsers so like chrome or for chrome well the thing is is like it's been happening for years anyway i look at say for example facebook i've been running a lot of facebook ads this month spending a lot of money and i look at the number of conversions that it tells me that it's it, it it's um created for me then i look at the overall number of new customers and I know that pretty much all my marketing budget is either Facebook or Google at the moment. So I know across the board how many new customers I've acquired. And I know that it's either come from Facebook or Google. Most, like, most likely it's come from Facebook because that's where 90% of the spend is at the moment. And yet I've got twice as many new customers as what's been reported on Facebook. So the reporting the pixel firing, all those kind of things it has been broken for a long time and it's it's not perfect. Um, so, and it will continue to get less perfect as browsers, Chrome browsers, more mobile like browsing of stuff happens. It's it's just gonna get worse and worse, the, the, the attribution model. So basically suck it up boys and girls, um, <laughs> you know, go back to the basics of understanding, okay, well, I'm spending, say for example, I spend a thousand pounds this month on ads and I've acquired a hundred customers that's cost me 10 pounds per, per customer acquisition. You know, that's about as close as you're going to get. You can't re at, 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 attributing those sales directly to Facebook or to a particular Google ads, although Google's always going to track it very, very well, or whether you're doing email marketing or Bing or whatever other marketing strategy you have, tracking that's just going to get harder and harder and harder. So I certainly recommend looking at it from a global scale rather than going, okay, well, you know, Facebook tells me X. Uh, you know, X return on ad spend, X like cost per acquisition, all that kind of stuff. You're going to have to kind of almost ignore those numbers going forward. You're going to have to take those with a pinch of salt, which we have been anyway for years, but it's just going to get worse. So don't panic. People are going on about like, you know, oh, retargeting is going to be dead and blah, 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 and all this kind of thing. It's like, well, actually, no, there, there will still be a way of retargeting. Facebook, for example, knows when somebody clicks on a link and as we've been saying for the last few weeks you can act, you can put your own pixel on your own links yes exactly. you're controlling the track you're controlling the cookie set yeah not not the, the browser so from your your page 
people clicking through. So when they click that link, you've then recaptured them and you can then retarget them, which is why we've been focusing so much on this link retargeting. It's like it's interesting from a, from an e-commerce perspective, um, the the data that's going into Facebook, whilst whilst the tracking is all over the shop, it's it's interesting. I see a lot more conversions because I get all the conversion data fired back to Facebook somehow. Um, it's there's kind of like a, almost a gap between somebody clicking a link and them actually buying. It's like the bit in the middle that Facebook can't really control because it's dealt with on a browser level. Um, so it, it misses the sort of like the, the pixel firing on your website, but because the conversion fires back um, to, to Facebook, it's actually still registering the conversion, which is to say is quite, quite fascinating. It means that we won't be able to do so much granular stuff based upon the page that they visit and stuff like that. Um, but ultimately, Facebook and Google want to control the uh, the the data, the data flow. So if they can control the data flow, they control the money. That's where it comes down to. So you know, Chrome saying, "Oh yes, we're going to get rid of third-party cookies and uh, uh, third-party pixels firing and all this kind of stuff." This they are still going to protect their own interests with Google Ads. You know, Google Ads will still be able to track. They will find another way of doing it <coughs> because that's their business model. That's how they make all their money. So, yeah, good point by Ian there. FB Mobile, their browser, so they know. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's that's the interesting thing was people go, oh yeah, but Chrome's not tracking it. It's like, well, if you're on the, if you're on a Facebook on your mobile, it's like, do you think you go to a browser? No, 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 no. You go to Facebook's version of the browser of yeah. uh, on your website. So then they still know everything you, you're doing anyway. So it's not Chrome. It's not it's not Firefox or, you know, Apple, whatever. It's, you know, what, what is Apple's ones called? I don't know. Safari. That's it. Um, <laughs> but no, it's it's Facebook's version of the browser. So they know. Yeah. Question there from Vlad. Do we have our um, retargeting? Of course. Yes, we do. Retargeting 101. I'm just checking if I've moved it across to the new one. I haven't moved it across to the new site yet, but I mean, we do cover it in every course we do uh, because it's so important. So, I mean, dig, dig into any of the courses and you'll find some <coughs> retargeting in there. But I will check and see if I can move, move it across. If it's all good, I'll move it across. If not, I'll just record a new, a new course. That's the way we roll. So what else have you got new um, this month? What else have you learned? So this is, I think I've just created a banner for this. Did Here you go. What's a goal? What the message? This is, this is, forget click funnels. This is how you build a funnel, right? You can use any tool you want. You can use two pieces of paper in the new, in the news agent's window if you want, right? <laughs> to, to build, you can. And then, oh, one card with a phone, with a phone number on it. That is a funnel. All right, so what's the goal of your funnel? Okay, what are you trying to do? Don't be wishy-washy and go, well, I want to make some sales, I maybe want to get some leads. No, the goal of your funnel is A, to do what? No, I want to make some sales of this product. I want to make more sales of this product. I want to get more subscribers. Okay, so be firm on your goal. Okay, what will trigger, right, what's, what message do you want to give people to achieve that goal. 
Okay, so the, the goal will be, I want to get more leads. The, the message will be, um, join the foundation uh, where we show you everything you need to know about marketing in a friendly environment, whatever, okay? So that's the message. What will trigger that goal? Okay, when somebody lands on an article and reads 30% of the article and doesn't sign up, then that will trigger the message. Okay, then we'll, we'll, we'll put that message in front of them. How you do it is up to you. It can be a, a slide in, it can be an email, if they're already on your email list, it can be so many ways. And that, that's literally what's generated these sales this week, me applying what we've already known for years. But just say, okay, what was the goal? The, the goal was to make sales of the repurposing course. The, what was the message? It's way more than the repurposing course. You know, it's got a content engine in it. It's got, um, what is it? It's got the sort of retargeting system in it. It's got the content creation system in it. So it's more than just a retargeting course. Okay, that was a message. And what will trigger the message? Anybody who went to that page. So all I did was set up a little simple uh, automation um, that triggered whenever that did, whenever that happened. That put, I think, 30 people through it this week. And I've had about five signups. Right, so that works. That's what's one sixth of the people who um, saw the message achieve the goal. And that's signups I would never have got. It's, it's, it's not getting, not life changing, but it's proof of concept. <laughs> and it's something I, I, could, I could set up in half an hour and it's just going to run on from now for forever. So I can do that every month. Now that's another income stream from an automation. So yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, and don't forget, don't forget, if you haven't yet got the repurposing course, because it's way more than a repurposing course, uh, smolikes.com forward slash repo. The price goes up tomorrow because it officially comes out of launch tomorrow. And it's not SMO Lickies, it's SMO Likes. I thought it was uh, SMO Lickies. SMO Lickies, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Remember, SMO Lickies forward slash repo. <laughs> What's Smoly? Smoly Kiss. It, it's one of the, isn't it one of the characters from um, The Hobbit or something? I've never watched it. <laughs> watched I've it's read a, the book. It's a book. Oh, yeah, yeah. Read the, read the book. <laughs> oh, you millennial, you. <laughs> you. Um, <laughs> Tim sounded like a right millennial. Oh, dear. <laughs> uh, um, the only other thing I was going to talk about briefly, um, and I've talked about this quite a lot before, but um, I think it it's kind of been highlighted more and more this month than previous uh, months is my strategy for commenting and responding to comments on Facebook ads. And uh, on December 26th, I set, set off a new set of ad campaigns, which have absolutely, um, absolutely crushed it um, this month, which has been amazing. Um, but one of the things I kind of did is I committed even more to answering every single comment. Um, one of the things I have done, which is, um, I don't know whether it's a, a kind of like a bit of a black hat, gray hat, I'm not quite sure, but it's um, having more things that stop certain messages, certain comments appearing. So what you can do on your Facebook page is you can go into into the settings and you can set banned words. And what I've done is I've 
being a lot more aggressive about which words will get will will sh uh, will hide a comment. So previously, one of the things I've talked about is like you put in the 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 word HTTP colon forward slash forward slash or HTTPS or www or something like that. Basically, it stops anybody from linking out from your comments. So people go, oh, don't buy this, go buy this product from Amazon kind of thing, and they link it. Um, we automatically hide that. I automatically hide anything with any profanity in it. Um, and I've now got to the point where I'm, sorry? Which is quite ironic from you. Which is, yeah, it's freaking awful, isn't it? Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, no, it's, um, so I, I've actually got to the point where I'm, I, I've banned so many different words that half the comments are actually hidden. Um, but what I've been doing more of is I've found that when some people comment on our stuff is that I, there's, there's certain comments which come up that at first they come across as quite spiky, as in yeah. you think that they're going to, it's been aggressive, then they're, they're not interested in your stuff. And like, you know, they're looking for a reason why not to buy your thing. Yeah, and this is the kind of the mindset switch I've had with it is that it's actually a lot of people's aggressive comments are they like the sound of it, but they they're looking for a reason not to buy it. And it's um, so what I've <laughs> what I've started doing is I've actually been making very, very long responses. Um, so I've been replying in a very long form to their question. So it's like, oh, I bet this has got loads of carbs in it, dude. And I was like, yes, actually, it does have a lot of carbs in it for, you know, it's vegetables after all and blah, 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 blah. And it goes on and on and on. And they go, oh, thanks for the really detailed response, dude. Thanks very much for that. Um, I'll, I'll take a look at the product. Actually, I don't care whether they buy or not. Actually, the most important thing is what other people see on the comments and how I respond to comments is actually more interesting and more impactful for how the ad works, how well the ad works. Because if people are complaining, going, this is a pile of shit, this tastes like dog crap, blah, 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 blah. Oh, it's got way too many carbs, blah, blah, blah. If I ignore them, then it looks like the business owner or like the brand is kind of almost admitting, yes, it tastes like crap. Yes, it's got too much carbs in it. Yes, it's got X, Y, Z in it, blah, 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 blah. But if I respond to every single one of them, people go, well, actually, this person's standing up for his product, yeah. standing behind all of what he's saying. And it's actually quite, quite, quite incredible. The amount, amount of people who send me a message going, private message going, I saw you respond to this guy who obviously just was being a bit of a dick, but I'm going to buy your product because you answered it so brilliantly. So when it comes to comments on your Facebook ads, I don't know how many people are doing Facebook ads at the moment but genuinely reply to everybody. Obviously, if they've been a complete and utter arsehole, then yes, delete them, ban them, all that kind of stuff. It really doesn't make that much of a difference. But it's, it's set my Facebook ads on fire in terms of like the click-through rate and the audience that is reaching and all that kind of stuff. Um, it's really made such a big difference this year, um, certainly this month. So do not, do not ever, um, yeah, don't don't ever like ignore the comments that are up there, um, and yeah, you can hide the really really shitty ones. So yeah, don't really worry about it. But it's good stuff. One of the things I noticed this week there was an advert that Jason Hornum did, okay, and.
the very first comment was somebody just writing the price of the product. Mm -hmm. Right. And so one of the things you'd add to your exclusion list is dollar the amount, the price of your product. So uh, then, do you know what? The amount of people who say to me, 45 pounds for a tub of liberty vegetables. Ah, oh, just, you know, make your own juices, blah, 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 blah. They, I love, I love those comments because it gives me an opportunity to go, yeah, I, we didn't price it so that everybody could buy it. You know, we, <laughs> you know, because it's like, you know, it's not for everybody. It gives me an opportunity to go, if you're looking for a budget product, we are not the product for you. If you're looking some, for something that is high quality and works, that's it. And it just gives me an opportunity to kind of like almost um, segment my audience even more of people who are going, well, this person's standing behind his product and the price. He doesn't care that people are like exposing the price. Um, and it's like people are going, oh, yeah, it'd be cheaper to, somebody said to me, uh, somebody put a comment, oh, it'd be cheaper and healthier to uh, get some vegetables and stick it into a blender. And I was like, I'm not disputing you on either count, dude. That's all I said. <laughs> and it's like, it, it, just the, the people expect me to go very protective. And it's like, no, yeah, you're probably right. Vegetables in their natural original form is the gold standard. However, not everybody has the time or the, like, has the inclination to create a juice. And it's like simple stuff like that, simple responses. And it's like, stand behind your product, stand behind your pricing. Because it doesn't matter how cheap you make it. Here's the reality. I've been on the Facebook pages for um, companies like bulk powders and protein, whatever, my protein, who are the budget um, uh, like products on the marketplace. And people are complaining about spending 10 quid on a tub of something. Yeah. And it's like, so it doesn't matter how cheap you make it. People are always going to go, oh, 10 quid for that. What a waste of money. It's like, we're going to complain anyway. So it really doesn't matter how cheap or expensive you make it. People are going to complain about the price. Um, so just stand behind what you have. Yeah, stand for your products. Um, we've got a good question here. And Go it will lead to a, a good discussion. Any additional tips on uh, getting out switchy links in front of more people if you don't already have an audience? Yes. We, we actually covered this in the, in, um, the foundation one of the questions someone asked it i think randall asked it so i've covered it there however this i mean this is what i do i will use the links in uh posts and then i'll just run a one dollar a day account uh ad, ad campaign on those links okay so make, make your post put your switchy link in find your broad audience and just run one or two dollars a day um and that you'll start to find a much bigger audience and if they click through you you're there then they're now on a list for you uh you can continue retarget them i just use seven well one dollar a day for seven anybody who's done anything for the last seven days i was actually in there yesterday cleaning it out and getting it all ready so that there's there's new page new pages that i've created <coughs> now triggering the hot seven audience. So if you if you check out the one dollar a day ad course in the SMO all access bundle, you'll find it in there. Um, I think yeah, it's a, a really 
I think it's a really simple, easy strategy to grow your audience. And one of the things that we've talked about before with um, running like campaigns on Facebook, which a lot of people hate me for, um, or <laughs> say that I'm wrong, speaking to ad, ad agencies and they tell me that I'm wrong for running um, uh, like campaigns. But what it gives me an opportunity to do, and exactly the same as Vlad is asking about, is that if you um, create content and put content onto different social media channels, whether it's Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or whatever, and you put your post up there with your switchy link, what it does is as long as you create the text of the, the description of the of the post correctly, that you are not being too cryptic, you're being really obvious about who you're calling out to. Um, you can basically create, you can create a good list of people who are interested in your stuff. So I've talked about my example before with Lean Greens is like for, for my like campaign is, is very simply uh, struggle, struggle to make your daily veg uh, like Lean Greens to get tips and tricks on how to reduce cravings and you know, uh, control appetite, something like that. And what it does is it basically, if somebody doesn't struggle to make their daily veg, then they're not going to like Lean Greens. I don't want them to. I don't want them to come anywhere near us. Um, if they don't struggle with cravings or appetite control, and then again, they're not going to like us. We don't care. So what I'm trying to do with those those particular posts, and you can do it with, you know, whatever industry that you're in, is that you call out, you're racking the shotgun, you're calling out to your audience, the, the, the type of people that you want to talk to. You are trying to encourage the right people to click your link. So that when it comes to the retargeting campaign that Mark's talking about, the $1 a day retargeting campaign, they become a lot more effective um, because it's a lot better audience. It's no point kind of like going, you know, it's the, the old SEO thing of making your um, making your web page rank for Britney Spears where all of your actual landing page is all about, I don't know, <laughs> click funnels um, you know that, that's that's the, the ridiculous thing is like people go oh, yeah, i want to get the biggest audience possible it's like mm, actually no you want the the best targeted audience yeah uh, i mean this is the problem with instagram mm. the, the, the influence on instagram grew their audiences with a shotgun approach they just got everybody to follow them yes now now when they're trying to actually convert people into buying stuff that's why people with uh, 2 million followers can't sell five t-shirts because yeah. the, it's the wrong audience. Yeah. Cause if, uh, if, you, if, if your audience is all that they care about is looking at your boobs, then, you know, really that's the, that's the reason why they, why they're following you. Um, you know, obviously my, my boobs are not that impressive. So, you know, I don't get very many followers. <laughs> Um, but it, it, if people are following you for the wrong reasons, there's no point having that audience. You might as well delete them, honestly, De delete them. I'd much rather have a hundred, uh, an audience of a hundred people who are, who wanted to hear what I said, than have 10,000 who were, meh, meh, I don't care. Uh, the other thing you can do is uh, places like Twitter. Now Twitter has hashtags. So as people go in and search for hashtags, right? I basically have a search set up on Hootsuite for hashtag content marketing. So if I see something interesting with a hashtag content marketing, I'll click through. If the person's interesting, I will follow them. Okay. They're now getting the, the links out. Uh, the, the sort of switchy links are now going out there. 
my traffic, is, when I checked it two days ago, it had grown 30% this month. Okay, it was starting from quite a low bid, so we were basically starting this from scratch again. But, you know, 30% growth on December is, for me, I'm pretty happy with it. If I can maintain that next month, and this, this month, I mean, I've not published as much as I wanted to publish um, because I've been doing finishing off that damn repo course. Um, I think it's uh, interesting, like, we, 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 you know, the, the problem that a lot of marketing has had is clickbait, okay? Um, clickbait has destroyed... You won't believe what Tim's going to tell you. <laughs> clickbait, you will not believe. <laughs> yeah. It's like that one weird trick, too. Um, but that's the thing. It's like clickbait has destroyed a lot of marketing for people. Um, it's it's created way too big an audience and an untargeted audience because they've used a clickbaity title. People have got people following them for the wrong reasons because they've got a clickbait title. Um, it's actually one of the things which I, th I thought was quite interesting. There's a, uh, a bit of a trend going on on YouTube of reaction videos. So it's like videos of people watching other people's videos and reacting to them. So it, it's kind of like um, YouTube arbitrage reactionary stuff. And it's, it's, it's a really weird sort of um, approach to, to sort of growing your audience. It's like, so you're saying that you want to build a list of people who are interested in watching you watch somebody else's video. Yeah. And it's like, well, what value does that have other than just raw entertainment of like watching somebody? Oh my God, I never believed that he just did that. Oh, on video. It really, what, what purpose does it have? So you'll see a lot of that. And people, I'm sure somebody will come up with a, you know, YouTube video arbitrage, uh, ninja extreme 2000 course for $1,997 basically showing you how to make money from YouTube by doing reaction videos to somebody else's videos. Um, and it's, it's marketing incest. It's marketing at its absolute worst. Don't get drawn into that nonsense. So, you know, create, create an audience for the right people who are likely to buy your stuff. Um, that's about as basic comes back to the basic principles that we've been talking about is like, we want to get we want to attract the right people to our stuff not the biggest audience possible yeah no that's about it um anything else no i think, I think we bashed that one over the head yeah. i say like interesting i think it's interesting stuff and it's like it's a mix between like some of the basic principles of marketing which we keep on going on about some of the nuts and bolts of what we're doing on a day-to-day -day basis um hopefully this sort of stuff is of interest um we've got two guests kind of lined up in the next couple of weeks. Um, we might be doing one of the Facebook um, Friday live things on a Thursday afternoon, um, which is a bit sort of... It'd be Thursday evening, wouldn't it? It'd be Thursday evening, yeah. Probably sort of 4.30, 5.30 time in the UK kind of thing. So um, I'm you. <laughs> it's, we're basically going to be talking to somebody from the US. Um, another video, another live that we want to do is we've got, we're going to get somebody on who is reasonably well known in our community and we're going to try and do some copy create critiques. Um, so if you've got a, a piece of copy, an email or a landing page or a sales page or a product lander, you know, product page, if you're in e-commerce, 
um, and you want it critiqued um, by somebody who really, really gets this copy stuff, um, you know, let us know. We'd, we'd love to use your product as an example, um, rather than just being all about our stuff all the time. So um, that's going to come up in the next um, couple of weeks. But um, Mark will probably put something on the Facebook group. I'll put a link. Uh, a link post in the pro group. Yes. And then people can put the links in if they want or messages. Yeah. And then our guest, our surprise guest, um, can check them out in there and then yeah. pick the ones he wants to go through. Yeah, that'd be a plan. Cool. cool. Right. So <laughs> before we go, are you ready for this? Da, 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 da. Come and join our free group. Join SMO. Was it jo Joe Insmo? JoeInsmo.com. <laughs> join SMO.com forward slash free. Yeah. Uh, anything you like, if you found anything even remotely interesting, come and join. Ask, ask questions. We're there to answer questions. We talk like this pretty much all the time. This is just us. This is what we do. I look at marketing. I go, oh, that's way too difficult for me. And I just break it down into most basic things. <laughs> But I tell people, like, do this, do this, do this. Tim takes marketing and makes it really complicated and makes loads of money. <laughs> no. just, Tim just implements the basics and yeah, it works for us. It can work for you. Yeah. But that's it. Join the foundation. We call it the foundation. I don't know why. It's so just we just have to finish with um, uh, a, a, a tearful farewell to Europe. Europe. But, uh, it's like, unfortunately, no. There's gonna be, we're going to have to have like a border down the middle of this screen of between between well, you're, you're in Scotland and Scotland don't want to leave I'm in Spain and trying to get my Irish passport so <laughs> right so what's going to happen yeah. to that's oh, my man. question no wait you know, more importantly I'm going to go off on a rant now BBC <laughs> News yesterday lunchtime right interviewed some people living in France right how was it how Brexit was going to affect them the two people interviewed said, oh, yes, we, we voted to leave. I, yeah, I'm going up to the door door now. I'm going to have a word with them. Exactly. And then he justified it. I'm getting really angry now. I can feel, I can feel it welling up. He justified it by saying, oh, no, no, leaving is, is going to be good for some people. But we decided uh, that it, was, it wasn't the right thing for us. So we moved to Europe. After the, oh, you ah, idiots. Hey, and there you go. That's what's happening to the UK with. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, dear. So yes, there'll be a board in the middle of this screen next week um, between Mark and I because, um, and we'll need to have like. You, know, you won't be. I'm going to get a little European flag on the top right-hand corner here somewhere. <laughs> there'll, there'll be a customs border between the two of us. Um, yeah. So yeah. We'll be filling out loads of paperwork before you ask me a question. Well, we'll have and to I'll just check that. people um, who are sent. Actually, I did write an email this week. Um, did you see the, sorry, we, we were meant to finish this call about five minutes ago. Um, I, I wrote an email to our list on- uh, This is what happens after we finish. We just go and chat like this for hours. <laughs> no, I wrote an email. Um, I don't know where you saw, there was a, an article about the merchandise that the Conservative Party, the government have created. So they've created tea towels and mugs and pins and stuff like that. So I wrote an email, um, which was called, uh, where is it? Here we go. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna read it out. It's fairly quick, so I'll, I won't keep you any longer than you need to, um, unless my 
emails now not, not working. Oh, there we go. Uh, view campaign. So the it was the, the, the subject of the email was um, I got greens done. So I'm thinking of following our government's lead and to create some Lean Greens merch. I found a supplier in France that can create some amazing mugs, t-shirts, and most importantly, a tea towel. Will emblazon my bold head on it with Lean Greens logo and a slogan, I got my greens done. What do you think? Good idea or just rubbing the noses of those that struggle to get their five a day in every day. Approximately 71% of the UK adult population. That's a majority, right? Unfortunately, the prices might be a tad higher than expected because of trade tariffs, of course. Uh, and then basically going on to my, my pitch. But um, <laughs> the amount of really great comments I got response, responses to that were just superb. <laughs> that is, okay, we're gonna go on to slightly, we'll probably do this another, definitely on another show, but you know, I've said it time and time again, when you write an email, find something topical and write your email around it. You can write the first part of your email, the first three or four paragraphs can be absolutely anything you want. The bottom paragraphs just got to be your call to action. And then the middle paragraphs transition from whatever you've written above to below. You can do it any way you want. It can be one little line. Um, now, you might not believe this, but when we did that, we, this is the following happened. You, you just transition, just find some way of blending or blurring the lines between the bottom, the call to action, and whatever idiotic thing you're talking about <laughs> react to it i say i got i got a, a fantastic open rate on the email i've got to do the resend today um but it's one of those and i it created about 700 quids worth of sales as well at the same time all for just having a bit of a laugh about blooming tea towels and merchandise yeah. um you know incredible you know it's dead it's dead the marketing doesn't you don't have to be serious all the time and uh, um, my my audience appreciate um the humor because i know that the majority of them are actually like uh people who well, want to say i don't think i know i don't i don't I do i know one person right in my close circle of friends who voted leave but he's an account he did, he's got a lot of offshore, he's got a lot of he does offshore banking and stuff like that he I, you're only did it because it it, it set, stops him getting stuffed by EU rules. I think I met him actually. <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah. You do remember him. Yeah. What a dick. Yeah. But uh, um, anyway. anyway, that's enough for today. Thanks very much for being on our last live as European partners. Um, next, next, next week will be you know separate entities and. Yeah, we'll have our own, our own rules to go by. Yeah, exactly. Maybe, maybe we'll have, I'll have a different set of rules to mark for once. <laughs> yeah, you'll, you'll be lax and I'll just have to make sure I, I stick to all the rules and you'll, yeah. you'll just do whatever you want. <laughs> do whatever I want anyway. Right, anyway, that's enough. See you later, guys. Bye. Bye. Oh, by the way, though, Tim, you won't have any food. You that's won't have any food. You'll be starving. No, 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 no. I've got, I've got, I've got, um, uh, uh, next week I've got 4,000 tubs of lean green arri greens arriving. So I'm set. <laughs> Perfect. So you, got, you have no chamomile though. <laughs> the brie will be gone. Smelly cheese. Yeah. yeah. Bye. You've been listening to the Friday Live thing. For show notes and resources, head over to members.seriousmarketersonly.com.